0: Hello, special guest of honor. We're the Vessels of Honors Foundation and we are glad to have you join us this evening. Stay back and enjoy the service. Lessons. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. So today is our academic service. Who who was not aware? Would you rejoice and bless God for the privilege to be holding this and you're here alive, ill and hearty. Would you rejoice? Praise God. The DP is finer than this though. I think the academic service is different. This is not the right DP. (laughs) Praise God. Alright, so today we have our academic service today and then we'll be discussing um, academic excellence, praise God. So if you have your Bibles, you can bring them out, your jotters and your pen and write as you are led and inspired by the Spirit of God. Amen. So, we'll be discussing academic excellence in the few minutes that we have left. And before we delve into it, I would want to, first of all, um, appreciate Pastor Femi for this um, opportunity, the privilege to be bringing God's word to you this afternoon. I believe we can do better than that. Let us celebrate our pastor, even though he's not here. Thank you. Thank you. Please Right. So first of all, before we delve into the matter, academic excellence, I would want to define what it means. Right. Academic. That's why, that's why you are here. Academic. School. Education. And all. Saying excellence, I would want to perfection. Right. So our core values in VHF: word, prayer, and. So, but, you know, it's not perfection. That's because DG, I'm so happy to see. You. Can we celebrate DG? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> yes, I would want to differentiate. What does excellence mean? How is it different from perfection? So, without um, too much story, perfection is like aiming for 100%, right? And perfection, is it achievable? Hmm? Somebody said yes. Somebody said no. It depends on you. (laughs) You want to be perfect. But really, only machines are 100% perfect and effective, right? Right? There's no catch to it now, right or right? Did you not teach us that in physics? Are humans 100% perfect and, I mean, effective and efficient? Oh, by the Spirit of God, I mean. (laughs) Well, ideally, humans, only machines are 100% perfect and, I mean, perfect, no, effective and efficient. But for excellence, what what does excellence mean? That you make the best use of the resources that you have. Let me see what I wrote here. It says, excellence is an attempt to perform a task in the best way possible. Yeah, so that's what VHF also stands for. It's not like we have everything. We don't have the most expensive lights, right? Or do we? Do we have the best, I don't know, speaker? I mean, we could be renting ICC for our services and all of that but (laughs) hallelujah but then it's not like you have everything perfect like put together but you make the best of what you have right that's what excellence is so academic excellence is what we are discussing today praise god so is it possible to discuss excellence without talking about who what why did you go quiet there's no catch is it possible to this okay i'm not saying yes god but then, who is the character in the Bible that is usually referred to as Oh, he had the spirit of excellence. Thank you. So, it's Daniel. So, we we'll take a look at Daniel chapter 1 verse 20. We know that he himself and his friends, okay, without reading your whole chapter, we understand that, oh, we understand that, I hope I'm not allowed. Okay. We understand that, Um, okay, himself and his friends, they were to be brought into the king's palace and before they could really see the king they had to go through was it three years of cleansing and then taking care of them and they decided not to defile themselves with the king's meats we know the story right and then they decided. what did they decide to take just veggies and water like vegetarians any vegetarian in the house Anyway, so after so they tested them first with 10 days, and after that, they saw that their skin was glowing, and they were like, oh my God, yours is better than what we have in the king's palace, and all of that, and all. So when they finally met with the king, the king, okay, when the king discussed with them, had conversations, asked them questions, he realized that they were what? 10 times better, right? So that's what excellence, they were known for excellence, anyway, that's not what excellence is, but they were known for excellence. So Daniel you would realize that when the king called Daniel to interpret or to tell him what his dream was and to interpret it, please kindly let me know when I have 20 minutes left. Hmm? Thank you. So when the king called him to after he killed all the magicians that could not hear me? Okay. After I killed all the magicians that could not tell what the dream was, not to talk of interpreting it, he called Daniel and he was able to tell the king what the dream was and also interpret it but you know before when he was praying and he found out or by the spirit of God he knew what the dream was what did he do he still gave glory to God before running to the king and say oh now I know what the dream is and I can interpret it praise God so it is important that you know that whatever thing it is that's going to make you stand out or help you to utilize all the resources that you have as a believer it is where in christ it is in christ be it the wisdom the resource anything that you require to help you to function maximally and be the best that you could ever imagine that you could be is in christ and you know that you already have ways mapped out that you want to go through these things and achieve them but When you submit your will to God and he shows you his way, you realize that his ways are what? Higher than your ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are his ways higher than ours. That's in Isaiah 55, I think, verse 8 and 9. So as his ways are higher than the earth, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are his ways higher than ours. So once you surrender your precepts, your plans to him, you realize that he's able to do much more than you could have ever done yourself. Praise God. Thank you for responding. Are you following? So, it's like when you when you get an um, when you get admission into UI, and you already have, you all had plans, right? You all had things you had set in mind to achieve in school. Be it academic, be it I just want to go and relax and be taken care of. Be it I want to excel and be the best I could ever be. Be it I just want to party. I just oh. Be it now is the time to serve God like never before. You all had something in mind. Hallelujah. But then, much more than what you had in mind, God is God has a plan for you, right? Right? God has a plan for you. And, you know, the important thing is for you to figure out, first of all, what that plan is. But without moving away from the point. So once you come here, I want to believe that everybody here, even though everybody here came here with the mind of excelling academically, plus all the other extras, right? You did not plan to come into school and be sent out of school, did you? Yeah, so even with that, it is important that, let's imagine that we are going into a jungle. So, who is the man that is able to come out at the end of that jungle? It is the man that anticipated the ambushes, the man that anticipated the obstacles, the problems that could arise, made provisions for it, and was able to overcome that would come out at the end of the jungle, right? So, imagine, can we like in the jungle, but let's say you are going to cross oceans, you are going to see wild animals and you are going to kill them. What if you came unprepared? You're just going to be, that person is going to be devoured by the lion and the wild animals. You understand. Praise God. So it's important that even if you had no plan while coming into school, God says to tell you that it is not too late and you can still make a difference. So, right now, would you pick a partner beside you and tell the person what you want to achieve with your academics? You don't have to tell them your, you know, the deepest truth, but just superficial, just summarize, so that it will be fast. <laughs> you want to win scholarships, you want to be, I don't know, whatever I think it is. Okay. Therefore, conclusion. We're done, right? Okay. Praise God. Praise God. So you've shared your life dream and aspiration. All right. May God help you to establish it in Jesus' name. All right. So what is, the next thing that is also important is for you to identify what are the obstacles. Like I said, let's say they are wild animals. They are this, they are that. Identify what these obstacles are. And in summary, avoid them. We can end service like that. And you say, let's be going home. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> All right, so the important thing is for you to identify what are the obstacles and then you avoid them, so to speak. But what are these ambushes, like I said earlier, that can be laid and you have to avoid? Number one is fear. Fear. Fear is one inhibiting and limiting factor that gets people to underutilize their potentials. You know that you are able to do these things, but fear could be fear of the unknown. It could be fear of past failures that is limiting you and making you believe that you can't be more than where you are right now. And you cannot do better than you are doing at the moment. This is not a laughing matter. It's very serious by the Spirit of God. It's very serious. So even if you have laughed, I want you to open up your hearts. And believe that God is able to, as you are here today, it's not by mistake, it's not by chance. God orchestrated your entering, your coming here, because he has a word for you. The word that is able to change the trajectory of your life and is able to set you on the right track, if at all you moved away from it. Praise God. So first of all, you need to identify fear, fear of past failures, fear of the unknown, just fear that you would never be enough. It could be... um, limiting thoughts or words that have been spoken to you by your friends or your parents or let's say your association and they have just labeled you and you do not see yourself beyond that label and you think that this is all you would ever be. May I tell you that God has better plans for you and the fact that you failed before does not mean that you can no longer excel, that you can no longer do better. I know some of us, we are doing so well academically and we feel, mm, we don't need to, I don't need this much, I already have my life in order. I know, but for that one person here that is so confused, that is so demoralized and just wishes that I could go back to another university and start all over again, maybe, just maybe I'll be able to make a difference. Just maybe my life would not end the way I see it ending. doomed. But God has something different, something planned out for you. And you can still finish strong. Because He has the desire. He is the one that has put in you the desire and the will to, to fulfill his pleasure. Can we celebrate our pastor as he yes. just walked Welcome, sir. Alright, so let you know the story of Job. Let me see, I think it was Job chapter 3. Yeah, chapter 3, verse 25, where he said that what he feared the most had come upon him. Fear is a torment. It just torments you till you can, it inhibits you that you can no longer achieve anything. So, first of all, you are liberated in the name of Jesus. Whoever is under the stronghold of fear is liberated in the name of Jesus. And you are free, free, forever free, never to be captive, never to be a slave to sin in Jesus' name, to fear in Jesus' name. All right, so. Let's put that aside and talk about another factor that could be an obstacle, which is laziness and, you know, just having this lackadaisical attitude. If you are lazy, raise your hand. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Some people raise their hand, so if you cannot, no, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We all can be lazy, right? <laughs> but it just depends on how lazy you are. If your own is a special kind of laziness, but you know what does the Bible say about um, laziness, like pro- the books of Proverbs? Eh? What okay? Not, okay, I'm referring to a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of hands, such as what the on. <laughs> 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 Alright, so you you know. It's important that if you are going to excel at anything you cannot afford to be lazy at it. The, I can't imagine, I can't believe this scripture came to my mind but you know referring to the hands like oh that sluggard, using the hands as an example that you know take a look at the hands see how it labours and then on the rain, it has abundance to feed on. So it's important that if you want to excel you cannot afford to be lazy. No lazy person has ever succeeded. Are you thinking about a lazy person? You cannot find no lazy person has ever succeeded. You have to work hard. It, what is, I think his um, hard work was determination leads to success, right? That's how they say it. And it's it's okay. It's acceptable. So you can't just be lazy around, lazying around and expect things to fall into place. God will not do for you what he has given you or empowered you to do. So you cannot sit down and say, ah, God, that book should just open. or everything inside should just enter my head. Or oh, you open the book and begin to read me. Praise God. It's not going to work like that. <laughs> so it's not going to work like that. You have to, you know, you have to sit down and open up the book and actually study, right? That is when the Spirit of God can explain what you are reading to you and you don't understand that is when you can bring things to your remembrance something that you've read before that is when in the exam all you can bring it to your remembrance right so i remember when i was in 200 level and we had this what was it was anatomy and for me was it anatomy yeah yes it was anatomy and from the beginning anatomy wasn't it wasn't smiling because everything they were talking about was so different talking about Tobacco? They don't like tobacco, right? <laughs> yeah. Or you know, there were just so many different terminologies, and I always—I was so initially, I was so confused, and I was like, "Who sent me? I should have just remained where I was and not bother to do all of this." But you know, I was very—should I say—persistent and consistent, and it easily became my favorite. Praise God. My favorite of anatomy, physiology, and biochemistry, anyway. It <laughs> easily became my favorite by the Spirit of God. You know, I remember that there was one time I was with my friends. Okay, there was one time I was with my friends, and when we were just revising and all, and they would ask me, How do you remember these things? I just say, You know, you say it humbly. Before I start um, reading, I pray to God and say, Father, Lord, as I'm about to start reading, please wisdom from above. But it's not a joke, it's actually the truth, and that's just the secret. Before I start reading, please give me wisdom, understanding, help me to remember and recall and collect and reproduce the way it is, such that I'm able to, you know, satisfy my examiners. Praise God. Hallelujah. So let's move on fast. Our time is fast spent. So procrastination. Procrastination, they say, is the thief of time, Abby. Who does not procrastinate here? Nobody. Put your hands down. <laughs> okay, sorry, you, pro- you don't procrastinate. Let's celebrate the man of God. Not procrastinate. It is admirable, isn't it? So, they say, they say your time is money. But I refuse. And I say, time is greater than money. Because for money, you can get money back, No. But time, you can never ever get time back. Time lost can never be regained, except God restores unto you all the years that the kankawa has eaten, like all the strikes and everything. Oh, God will restore it unto us in Jesus' name. <laughs> so, money, money, time can, time is not equal to money. Time is way greater, and you know you are in charge of your time. It is what you do with your time that will yield results, right? If you sleep, you will reap what. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you think you will reap but if you work hard you would reap what success 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 you would reap success and if you always put things up to later you would always be in the what? in the latter you'll never be at the forefront (laughs) you'll never be in front you would always be at the the latter you get the point so never always put things up if you can do anything now now is the hour of salvation. Now is the right time to do anything and everything. Do not always put it up to later. So moving on. I'm trying to hurry because time is a fast spent and i like us to finish on time because it is what? Excellent. I don't know what you said. <laughs> it is excellent. <laughs> Alright, so moving on to another obstacle is pride. So some people, there's something such as overconfidence. I hope you know that. How was your first test in UI? (laughs) Coming from your secondary school as the senior prefect boy or girl or the health prefect, the everything, everything. But let's put that aside. Even pride can be you, um, the arrogant assumption that without God, I'm still good. You know. Or it might not be you saying it expressly that I don't need God or anything, but even in your attitude and your way of life. And pride is also opening the book the day to the test. So have you been proud? (laughs) Are you going to repent and rebuke the spirit of pride? But pride in a different way. Everything we are saying here also applies to every area of your life not just academic excellence every area of your life in any way that you arrogantly assumed that you are able to achieve something without God or doing something outside of God's will is an arrogant assumption praise God so let's move on to I was going to talk about envy too as I talked about pride that if there's someone in your circle in your group of friends that is doing so well and you, you wish that you could be that person Envy. Is it envy they say is also witchcraft? Okay. So you can't help it because you actually have that desire. You also want to do well. You want to excel really well. And it is God that has put that desire in you. So why not, you know, utilize or wield that desire to help you to work even harder rather than spending time, you know, envying the person that is achieving what you want to achieve. Praise God. So as long as you submit your desires to God, He's able to help you, teach you which way to go and achieve those Desires. Your desires are legitimate. I hope you know. All right. So another obstacle is distractions, which is the height of indiscipline. The height of indiscipline. Right now, somebody somewhere in this service has gone on Instagram, has gone on WhatsApp, um, Twitter, has gone on WhatsApp, has gone on, has done several things that are contrary to the will of God. Praise God. So distractions. It's just the height of indiscipline your friends when you want to study that's when you go out for party that's when you want to just hang out you just want to feel okay and relax when you've done nothing absolutely nothing hmm? so you need to you need to prioritize have of preference have there's something they call this in economics scale of preference yeah thank you so you know if you want to do this at this time nothing is going to come in its place. Nothing is going to take its place. You have to be disciplined, principled. There is nobody that has excelled, that has, you know, done every other thing without doing the major thing. It's just like when you want to pay your tithes. You pay the first 10%, right? Not the remaining 10%. So if you are going to study, you don't start by going, playing around, watching everything you need to watch and now start studying and start dozing off. You know what works best for you, but you know, let's, you can start your day with studying, you understand like I don't know what works best for anybody so I can't prescribe my medication or what works for me to you but you know you have to prioritize studying and make sure that you do it at the peak I mean the time where you are able to assimilate better and faster praise God so our time. okay so and then let's talk about association as well, I believe that you would understand these points that I am you know mentioning it's not just to list them in your notes and forget about it but right here in your heart you are making you know changes thinking about where you need to make amends and the places the points where you need to make resolutions and say henceforth this sh- and this and this shall be done shall no longer be done praise god so if you have friends i mean after this service if your friend is here you can ask them right now if they are not ask them What is your goal regarding your academics? Some people don't have goals. And you know, as you are working with them, what will happen to you? You will become like them. Or if you aim for the stars, you will fall where How did they say it? You remain in the cloud or anything. But you would definitely not reach your goal. For as a as a side story. I remember telling Pastor Simi that, oh, she was asking me, oh, how is your weight gain journey? You wanted to add weight. and know that's in the past, though. I don't desire any weight. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I cannot gain weight because all my friends want to lose weight. <laughs> if we are working together, how will I gain weight? Do you get If all they are working, all, every step they are taking is to lose weight, and me, I'm working with them, there's no way I can gain weight. So if I want to gain weight, I should seek people like who? <laughs> praise God so it's also um, let me see, so association is very important, if you move with people that aim to excel, that aim for the best, you will definitely be the best without trying, why everything they say, everything they do inspires you, without even thinking you are motivated to do the same as them but if all they, th- all they talk about is how they will fail <laughs> Without thinking about it, you would also not pass. You would not reach your goal. Praise God. All right, so moving on. The other thing, you you will go back and go and study these things and meditate upon them and make changes. Amen? All right, so another thing is sin. Whatever thing it is that you are doing that is polluting your mind, that is polluting your heart, cannot help you to function maximally. Even in academics, you can try it out. Don't try it. <laughs> but you can check it out. Whatever thing it is that you are doing, you know, sin, the soul that sinned shall die. What is your soul? Is it of your intellect, your mind, your thoughts, intelligence, and all of that? Once you are doing anything that is contrary to God's will, that is contrary, that is sinful, you know, it pollutes your mind and it doesn't help you to produce effectively. Praise God. So, once there is sin, there is separation from God and this is something that you know God is your source is your sustainer is from whom all blessings flow he's okay um, wisdom comes from him so once you sin and you are tolerating sin and doing everything that is contrary to God's will, you're separating yourself from the wisdom that is meant to flow from God, and you would not do what you would not function maximally. So, whatever thing it is that you are doing that you know that is contrary to God's will, you need to separate yourself from it. Make a decision that henceforth I will no longer do this that is contrary to God's will. And then you don't allow thoughts of failure, thoughts of doubts, thoughts of deceits. The devil. Knows that once he sits, once he sits, a thought of fear, and doubt in your heart, that's the hand, he has fifty percent achieved his aim. But what does second Corinthians ten verse five say? What does it say? We take every thought captive, putting them into obedience, in obedience. Praise God. You take them into captivity. And whatever, you know what it says, like, those thoughts are just suggestions. They're not your realities that the devil brings. That's why it says, take no thoughts. You can decide, you can choose to take those thoughts up. Or you say, no, I refuse to be a failure. I am a success. I am excellent. In everything that I do, I am excellent. I am known to be the best, a role model, and nothing else. Praise God. It is what you say that you would see. So when the devil suggests thoughts of failure, Thoughts of incapabilities, your insufficiencies, and your inadequacies, you would say what? No. This is what the Lord says concerning me, and only the what, only the counsel of the Lord concerning me shall stand. So, what is the way forward here? What's the way forward? Having said all these things, there are several obstacles, there are several things that could stand in the way of your success. But having said all these things, what's the way forward? You decide. You know what the obstacle is to your own success? I changed friends at different points in my life because I knew that this was what God wanted for me. And I knew per season that there were certain people he wanted me to move with and wanted around me. So you need to know, could it be friends? Could it be that I'm just so relaxed about my life? I think my life will take care of itself without me doing anything you need to know what exactly is the obstacle what is it that is standing in your way and get serious look at me, don't look at anybody else just look at me and know that at the end of it all you would be standing alone when you leave this place, you would be standing alone and your results, I had not sweat, I was just using my hands on my face so you need to identify what the obstacle is and make a change and decide that henceforth I would do better I would remove this from my way and help let God have his way through me and help me to achieve my goals, my dreams, and my aspirations. Why? Because they are valid. And much more than what you want for yourself, God wants for you. You can think that you want, what What, what do you want? Whatever you want. But God has a better picture for you. Whatever thing it is. So, recognize what the problem is. How can you be better? Make resolutions. What's the way forward? Henceforth, I'm using the word henceforth, but it's important. Henceforth, like I shall no longer lie, I shall no longer steal, I will no longer sleep beyond the required time. Sleep is a thief that is taking that is stealing away one's destiny without you realizing it. If you don't sleep for that extra 30 minutes, you will not die. You will really not die. You know, you would say to yourself that beyond my sleep, my dreams. Beyond... Beyond social media. My aspirations. My desires. My wants. My success. So anytime you want to go there, you say extra 10 minutes, you say, No. Beyond you, my dreams. Hallelujah. So you make changes, find what the um, obstacle is, make resolutions. Right now you would make resolutions and then you decide that... Hmm... You make confessions as well. And you let your confessions change your situation. You don't let your... I say this very well because I remind myself that I won't let my situation change my confession. I will let my confession change my situation. I will let my confession determine the hair around me. Because, you know, that the words that you speak, they are like, um, what do you call these things? Electrical signals or something. You determine the potential, the vibe around you. If you speak positive things, you know, you attract positive things. If you speak negative things, you attract negative things. So if they say this test, we will bang it. They will bang it. It's not me. I cannot bang any test. You would say, you would know for yourself, and you don't just say in your heart that me, I will not bang. You speak it out, because it's the words that you speak that make a change. It is the words that you speak that can make your world, or might. So you are more deliberate about the words that you speak. And then most importantly, how you manage your time not we've talked on this right you don't spend too much time sleeping or on social media or something but i want to say something as well about your confessions i remember when i was in hundred level and i i came in through physiology so and i crossed to dentistry i remember that you know just being in school my twin sister i'm a twin if you do not know now you know i'm a twin to the glory of god i'm blessed to be a twin hallelujah so my twin sister came in. Law, um, physiology is four years and law is five years. She was, she came in for law, and then when people see her, they will say, "Oh, you're going to you're, it, no." How oh, they say, "You're going to leave your sister in school," and then I say, "No, she's going to leave me in school." They said, "Oh, how come? Law is, physiology is four years, law is five years." I said, "No, I'm going to cross." Even though people several times said me, oh, "It's not possible. You can't cross." Blah 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 blah. But I knew what I wanted, and I stayed to it, and I kept saying it, and I kept confessing it. I eventually did. Not because the person that did not cross it doesn't mean the person did not work hard enough or did not confess well enough but by the grace of God I did, I crossed, I achieved what I said and that will be your own testimony in Jesus name. So it's important that you speak words of life and when people say there is no way here, you say there is a way for me. My own case is different. If they say it doesn't work for other people, it would work for me because what? I'm a child of God. I'm a son of grace. You don't deal, you don't, you don't joke with grace. Praise God. So I want you to be constantly and um, every time be aware that God does not withhold precious gifts from his children. There is nothing that you desire for yourself that He doesn't even desire greater for you. And every desire that you have was given by God. So even though we didn't say so much about every of these points, I want you to constantly bear it in mind that God wants the very best for me. And it's never too late for me to make a change. Right now, right here, if your test is even tomorrow, once you decide that you would make a change, you will do better, you will study by the Spirit of God inside of you. Because you have the Holy Spirit and He's able to teach you which way to go and how to go about it. You do not move as one without help or without an encourager. The Holy Spirit is there for you. So you can never give up or say that, let me just graduate with whatever, whatever I graduate with. And VHF is not an excuse. You can't say you worked in a vineyard and that's why you failed. Failure, nobody is interested in listening to fa- reasons for or excuses for failures. They would say, we want to hear, in spite of this, I was able to achieve my success. Nobody wants to know how difficult it was, how The examiner or the lecturers were so mean and they had only you in mind nobody is interested we want to hear that in spite of this this was how I was able to overcome that is what people are interested in so whatever the challenge is whatever the difficulty is reach out to people trust that this is what God wants for me and he would make a way out for me do not give up before God says it is over when you fail, they say winning is not more than this, that you rise each time you fall. It is not everybody fails, but the difference between one person and the other is that the other person decided to stand up and make a change. You see, as I am, by the grace of God, I've had to—I've had people that I talk to. You know, when you see 10 people and you speak to them, maybe one person will go back and make a change. But if you are that one person, I would be really glad. There was one person that I spoke to recently. She came to meet me just to ask for advice, this and that. And you know, I just told her, oh, this is how you go about this place, here, 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 here. And you know, recently she messaged me and she just said, thank you, thank you so much, that she did really well in one of our tests. Also, and it really made me glad. That's the report we want to hear concerning VHFIs, that wherever you are, you are the standard, and you are known for excellence. VHF is not an excuse. If you walk here and you fail, you can be denied. <laughs> That's why I try to. <laughs> but really, we, we celebrate excellence. Praise God. So I want you to um, make a decision right now and let God know what it is that you desire for, from your school, for academics, and say, Lord, I know that you are able to make a change. You are able to, to deliver me because it seems as though I can no longer be what I want to be. But I know that you, God, you are able, you are capable, you are more than able. You are the one that is able to make a way where there is no way. You are the one that is able to show me the path to in. because several times I've been confused. Several times I've had no way to go. I've had no way, nothing to do. I don't know. But you, Lord, you know it all, and you are able to teach me and to show me Lord, you know the uh, the innermost desires of my heart, and you know that this is what I want to achieve. Help me, Lord, by Your Spirit, by Your mercies, oh God. Are you praying? I can't hear anybody praying. It's like we (laughs) are just. Thank you for joining us today. I'm sure you've been blessed. You can follow us on our social media platforms at VHFUI on Instagram and on Twitter. You can also check out our YouTube videos with the name Versus of Honours Foundation. Previous messages can also be listened to on Anchor and on AudioMark with the username Versus of Honours Foundation. We're the Versus of Honours Foundation. We're a very happy family. We're born with a very hot fire and we operate on a very high frequency. And we love you to join us again and again and again. Stay blessed and have a wonderful week.